Hello, hello, and thank you for listening to Sensible Bites. My name is Melinda, and I'm a certified health coach and founder of Simple Sensibility Health Coaching. If you're over 40, my goal is to help you find the right blend of movement, food, stress, and sleep that allows you to feel and look your best. Please note, my content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider. This episode has two topics. First, we're going to discuss my accountability, and then we'll walk through a common client issue. So first, did I do what I said I would do? So if you remember in the last episode, I was all about my plan to utilize the farmer's market and then to start my own home garden. Well, it helps that I made you my accountability partner because it would have been really easy to just put that on the back burner. But since I knew I had to have an episode about it, I made sure I got something in. And here's what I found out regarding the farmer's market. Most of them are closed. And the ones that are open are still in their winter hours So those hours are very limited, and it's usually one day a week. So I wasn't able to make that work. However, next week is when most of them return to their summer hours. So my plan is to visit and report back to you in the next episode. Now, as far as my garden goes, uh, I got the portable garden. Now, see my Instagram post And you'll see what I'm talking about and how it's set up, pictures of the the container and the seeds that I have. I did buy the Back to Root Starter Garden Package, so I did make a change there. Instead of buying my own seeds and dirt and all that stuff, it's all in there. um, And it has all I need to get started. Now, my original plan was to buy greens, different types of greens like kale, collard, and mustard greens and then buy one tomato plant. But my starter garden has basil, tomato, mint, cilantro, bell peppers, and pick and cucumbers. And I might add beets, because beets you can actually eat the grains and the actual beet. So we'll see if I continue moving with that. But I thought that was a pretty good deal, getting all those different seeds. And, and especially since this is my first year back into gardening, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time and money and effort trying to get something going and then setting myself up for failure because I didn't know what I was doing. So this thing has instructions in there, tells me when to put things in, markers, all kinds of things. So I thought this is a good buy for me. So again, go check that out on my Instagram and you'll see the container and, and what I'm doing. And I'll post pictures from time to time as they continue to grow and you can see if you want to try something like that next year. So now let's talk advice. So I had a newer client tell me that she exercises five days a week and isn't losing any weight. And of course that is frustrating. She's frustrated because who wants to work that hard and not get any gains? That's just crazy. So first, This is more common than you think, because I do hear this a lot about people who exercise and are not getting results. And I totally empathize with them because that's 
That's horrible. That's a horrible feeling. Because <laughs> so, again, nobody wants to work that hard and things aren't moving in the direction you expect them to move in. But there are a few, few things to look at. And today I wanted to go over the most common issue that I run into as a coach. A lot of times people are trying to outwork their diet. And this is where tracking is really, really helpful. And I know this isn't popular. <laughs> I hate doing it myself. I don't like to track what I'm eating. But when the scale isn't moving or your body isn't changing in the way that you expect it to, it's time to kind of take a look at either your workout or what you're eating. But more commonly, it's usually what we're eating. So exercise tends to make you hungrier. And if you aren't tracking what you're doing, you're not going to know if you're eating more calories because your body is really good at giving you subtle cues and signs to make you eat more and you don't even know that it's doing it. But this isn't a bad thing. I don't want people to go, oh, our bodies are against us. No, they're not. <laughs> this is a good thing because if you didn't live in a Western culture and you didn't eat more when you didn't have enough calories, you would die. And so it's good that our bodies are made to help keep us alive. That's what it does. So in her situation, she is exercising, like I said, five days a week, but then she's eating whatever she feels like eating because she's exercised. And again, you can't outwork a bad diet. So if you're just eating anything and everything that you wanna eat, that's setting you up for a disaster and frustration. Because in many Western cultures, the, our diets are really calorie dense. And you don't have to eat that much to go way over on your calories. But, and I'm reviewing this because I know I've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but I still hear people say, I don't eat that much. The problem is you don't have to eat that much to go way over in calories. Not in a Western culture diet. You can go over very, very quickly because the foods, again, are really calorie dense. Lots of butter, you know, lots of sugar. That stuff gets you in a lot of trouble really quick. It tastes amazing. Ice cream, amazing, but it's calorie dense. So you have to be careful. Exercise doesn't work that way. Don't you wish it did? In a way, yes. In a way, no. Because again, if you were overexerting yourself and you weren't in a Western culture, Again, you could die because you wouldn't have enough energy to sustain you so that you could keep moving. You usually can't work out enough. And when I say enough, I'm talking about lots of movement. Most of us will work out one time a day. We'll burn a whole lot of calories at that time. And then we don't really burn any more calories the rest of the day. It can't work that way. Because unfortunately, the Western culture environment prompts us to be pretty sedentary. And so getting a bunch of movement one time a day, again, isn't gonna cut it if you're overdoing it on the calories. So don't blame yourself like, oh man, I just there's something wrong with me. It's it's not you, but it is definitely the environment that we're set up in. I mean, you make your choices on what you eat and how you decide to move, but if you're gonna let yourself naturally move, the way the Western culture is set up, you're setting yourself up for failure. I tell my clients all the time, you're going to have to be more like a salmon swimming upstream because you have to be very aware and very alert of what's going on in your environment and how you set it up. 
Because if you set your environment up, then you don't have to work so hard. So you can set yourself up for success. So we need to know what we're eating and how much of it we are eating if we want to see results. Now, you don't need to be perfectly precise, especially at this point. It's really about bringing awareness to your eating habits. Because eating mindlessly can lead to overeating. And have you ever wondered how that bag of chips disappeared so fast? That's an example of mindless eating. You want to bring awareness by being present when you're eating. And food tracking, even just for a little bit, can help bring insight and that can lead to clarity. Now my client won't be tracking for the rest of her life. That's not realistic. I don't do that. I track from time to time just to see how things are going. But other than that, I try to live my life as it is. As a matter of fact, some people should not track, especially if you've had an eating disorder, because this can lead you down a path that you don't want to go down. So ultimately, what do we want? What do I want for my clients? I want them to incorporate healthy lifestyle habits like eating quality lean proteins and increasing fiber, eating more veggies and fruit, uh, while decreasing their highly processed foods and sugar-sweetened foods and beverages. Plus, I'd like you to increase your movement throughout the day because that'll help your body feel better. Our bodies are made to move. So what do I do about this when people tell me, this is what I'm doing. How do I fix this? Well, I have my clients track their food for at least three weekdays and one weekend. Here's the important part. This is what makes it different. There's no judgment here. We are just trying to figure out where you are. Roughly, how many calories are you consuming during the week and on the weekend? Because they're usually different. After that, we can talk about ways to incorporate foods that will help you stay satisfied. How do we incorporate more protein, more fiber? While slowly, and I emphasize slowly, cutting back on those dense calorie foods. I don't do major changes like toss out all the Oreos and the chips. Like we're going to do a major clean. We're going to clean everything out and we're going to start fresh with all new food. I would rather add healthier foods at first. We're not going to necessarily cut things. We're just going to try to add some healthier foods on top. Because I want you to ease your way to a healthier you via a series of food swaps to maximize nutrient density. Because that's the goal. We want nutrient density to reign. That means getting foods that have good vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, flavonoids, all those kinds of things. We want to get more of those kind of foods and take out the foods that are not nutrient dense because those won't keep you healthy. Those won't keep your mood good. Any other or gaining sleep, all of those things happen because of what we put into our bodies. So that's my ultimate goal for you. That way, you're just overall a healthier person. So then you can move and do the things that you enjoy with the folks that you cherish. Because it's overwhelming and frustrating <laughs> when you try to do way too much at one time. But if you take a breath, pick one thing, and then take it one small step at a time, it's much more manageable. But if you're feeling like you need help, I am happy to help. All you have to do is go to my website, Live Simple, S is in Sam, 
a as an apple.com and schedule a 20 minute consultation. It's free. What's your sensible task for this week? Have you hit the wall and you're not getting results? Maybe you're having trouble getting started. Are you relying too heavily on exercise? Do you need to do some food tracking? Or do you need to just get some help? Bring some awareness to your healthy lifestyle plan. Reflect on that today. So let's come back to me in accountability. What am I supposed to have to you for next time? Well, I'm going to report back on my farmer's market experience. And then I'm going to have my garden plan completely finalized. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Do you know someone who could use some information and encouragement? Please feel free to like and share this episode with them because we want to get as many people as possible practicing healthier habits.